Hi, and welcome to the Pet Healer Podcast. This is Dr. Mitzi Vargas, your host. And today, I was planning on doing something else, but um, in my recent uh, travels uh, to teach acupuncture at the She America Latina in Costa Rica, I got, you know, sat right next to somebody and being the fire person that I am, I always end up making friends uh, wherever I sit or go in my travels. And uh, this person, animal lover, uh, asked me about the chi and um, the concept of, of chi energy was so strange for her and uh, also wanted me to um, explain how many kinds of chi can there be. And so I thought I did mention about the theory of the five elements and the theory of the yin and yang before. But in reality, even a further study into what is chi and how many types of chi, then I thought maybe I haven't addressed that in the podcast and it would be a good time to do so. So how we said it before was that chi is the life, the prana. Wherever there's chi, there must be life, right? So it's necessary for living. So um, definitely it can be a substantial chi and a functional chi. Those are the states that it exists in. So the substantial is the foundation of, of the functional. Because remember that like the yin and the yang create each other and support each other and they're in a constant flow in the universe so is any kind of chi, you know. So the chi exists in the two states, substantial and functional, and they're constantly creating. One creates the other one. The other one supports the uh, other. So the functional chi is what is that energy that is necessary for any kind of physiological activity of any of your organs um, and the meridians. And of course, course uh, in that chi, the one that courses through our body in the pathways and nourishes our organs, there are about eight major forms of chi. So what I thought today, let's just discuss the eight kinds of chi that are there. So when in future podcasts I'm talking about one or the other, or maybe describing an uh, acupuncture point on what it does, then maybe at least we all have like a, a little baseline of knowledge. So the yuan chi, Y-U-A-N, yuan chi, is the primary chi, the source chi or original chi. Those are the names that uh, is known for. But for me, is the one that um, brings the, the energy into the organ itself. Um, so again, the meridian of the liver, this will be the one source will be the one that nourishes the organ liver within the meridian of the liver, which happens to be the acupuncture point liver three. But um, that's not important. The important thing is to know that when I'm saying the primary chi or young chi, that I'm trying to give that energy that... Um, it derives from the kidney essence, from you're born with it, with the congenital uh, kidney essence. You're born with it. It comes straight from there, and, and it goes into the channel. And uh, it, it is what's needed for normal growing and developing or development of our bodies. So 
uh, definitely if your yuan or source chi of your organ is low, then that organ is prone to have a disease process. Therefore, it's in all our best interests and our pet's interest to keep that yuan sources very good, in very good shape. And uh, if, if you have plenty of it, if you have an excess of it, the body in its infinite wisdom will know what to do with it. Um, so the, the animal will be in an excellent state of uh, immune system. The immune system will be uh, very high. So definitely will resist disease. disease. And if the yuan qi is depleted, then uh, then also the yuan, the jing qi, which is the, the one that comes congenitally from the kidney that we're born with, that one will also be depleted. Okay? So the yuan qi, see, the yuan qi is the primary or source qi, and it goes, is where the energy enters the organs and propels all the energy within the organ, makes you work, and uh, makes you grow, makes you do things. The song chi, Z-O-N-G chi, is the chest chi or the pectoral chi. It's also called the ancestral chi or the gathering chi. And the reason it's a lot of names is because it is formed by the combination of the gu chi, which we're going to talk next, and the ching chi, which is the cosmic chi that exists in the universe so therefore uh, the air which is just universal clean air the air is there has an invisible energy so the Chinese think that the empty space that you call air around you is not that empty it's charged it's charged with that cosmic energy called the qing qi q-i-n-g qing qi and then as you breathe in that energy merges with the Gucci that comes from the stomach and the spleen up and meets in the lung meridian and in the lung organ, the lung system, these two combine. And once they combine, they create the Zong Qi. And so a lot of people uh, don't understand, but you're when you're doing uh, martial arts, the Sifu or your master will tell you to key up to, to yell when you're throwing a punch and everything because they want to expel that, that to use the chest chi, the song chi, because it controls your voice. So when they hear a wimpy key up, hiya, you know, that that's, doesn't have a lot of force and the master knows that this student is not going 100%. You're not going if you're not putting 100%, yelling, you know, using your maximum sang chi, then that, that is not going to come get great results. You're not going to be the karate kid, kid um, because you need, you need that. You need to concentrate your sang chi. So it does affect the voice in your pets. How does that translate? Well, if the cat is meow, uh, is rough and low, um, and believe me, I have had clients that come just because of that. The cat is off. Okay, is there anything that is different? Well, you know, the meow is different. Well, I take it seriously. That might sound like a silly problem, but it isn't. The Zong Chi is depleted, but why? What is depleting the Zong Chi must be some disease process causing it. And that's why the cat can um, meow 
as, as usually it does. And in the same applies to the dog. If the bark on your dog is, is low, is rough, or doesn't want to bark anymore, that is uh, telling you that their, their song chi is depleting. Okay? So the song chi is super important to control the respiration. And since the uh, lung is the one that controls the respiration, but it also dominates the wei chi, the defensive chi, the chi that prevents disease that runs on the outside of the body, then that that would what really makes the sung chi be a big factor in getting sick or not. If your sung chi is strong, you won't, go, you won't get sick. And also remember that the lung and the heart work together in this in the heart circulation is the main thing, right? So controlling the blood vessels and the and the blood. And so it can be damaged because it's a chest chi. There's only two things in the chest, right? Your stump your um lung and your heart so both of those meridians and sang fu organs are going to be affected so the gu chi as we mentioned before is the food chi or the food essence so everything that we consume that enters our body comes in sure in western medicine comes in with carbohydrates fat um, protein content salt uh, you know the sodium or potassium who knows all those nutrients. But I'm not talking about that. The Gucci is more than that. It's, we're talking about the energetic uh, characteristics of the food. Some foods are cold. Some foods are hot. Some food are astringent. You know, have some flavors, some are bitter. But any of the flavors or temperatures of food, which we discuss in our podcast about the food therapy, it what matters is that because that interacts with the energy, the whole chi of the body of the pet or the person. And so definitely we have to watch what we eat. Uh, so you are what we eat is it really comes to life with this Gucci. It's formed from food by the spleen. And the origin is the Jin Chi and the Wei Chi. Now I know I'm complicating this because <laughs> now I'm mentioning the origin of Gucci. But um, let's just concentrate on what Gucci is. is the, this, the energy that comes from the food. And of course, this is going to replenish the Yuan Qi, your source Qi. Your energy that goes into the organs, it has to be gathered from somewhere and is gathered by the Gucci. So it replenishes that. So the Gucci, it's uh, a substance produced by the spleen activity. And uh, the spleen energy always sends the Gucci up to the lung. And then so the Gucci, the spleen, is the major source of Qi after birth because what you didn't get from your parents in the Jing Qi, J-I-N-G Qi, then the only way to not only conserve it but uh, to promote more energy in the body would be by the food. Thus, it's extremely important to watch what we, did, we eat. And the yin chi, I know that it sounds similar, all this uh, pronunciation, and I, I know that my accent doesn't make it any easier, but uh, the yin chi is the nutrient chi. And that is, comes from where? You guessed it, the gu chi. And uh, 
So the Gucci, the food energy further divides, right? This energy is constantly flowing, y'all. It's constantly flowing. It's constantly transforming. And that's the qualities of energy, right? And so it circulates in the blood vessels, the Jing Qi, because that's the nutrient Qi. It goes into all the blood vessels and nourishes the whole body. So when we're talking in Western medicine about hemoglobin and and the protein in the blood and everything, we are actually talking about the parts of Jing Qi. The, the ancient philosophies uh, in China didn't know about these things. They don't call it what we call it. But what, regardless of what we call the substance, the Jing Qi, it's, uh, it's what flows in your blood vessels, okay? And the Wei Qi, which I mentioned that the lung is the master of, it's the also derived from the Gucci. So see how important is the Gucci because what flows in your blood and what flows around your body, in the exterior of your body, in the skin, they're both created by the Gucci. So the Wei Qi, defensive Qi, is also derived by the Gucci and it circulates on the exterior of the body and it protects the skin and the muscles from any pathogens, being w- cold wind, um, they call it wind heat. Uh, they call it a lot of things that attack the body, um, different things, but um, definitely allergies, um, parasites, things like that, that affect your body. They control the opening and the closing of the pores. In horses, this is a condition that where the horse cannot sweat. It is a very difficult condition can kill the horse. And so the, the weight is compromised on that horse because it's not flowing. So it makes them predisposed to getting all sorts of other conditions. Um, but in the dogs and the cats, the weight is responsible to uh, regulate the body temperature because remember that horse, uh, but dogs and cats do not have sweat glands uh, you know, like we do. And so they cool themselves uh, by their ears and by panting, opening their mouth and panting, cooling the tongue. And so basically, is a very important function of the Weichi is to control the temperature, to open, close the pores. So that's important. And to moisten and warm the, the skin. And just the skin is the barrier to protect all the organs inside. So I, I think they call it defensive uh, qi because it also um, protects you against uh, getting sick or your dog or your cat, right? Okay, we'll continue. There's another qi kind of qi. It's called the sang fu qi. And it sounds like a martial arts. Sang fu, Z-A-N-G, fu, is also derived from the yuan qi, which is a source qi the one that enters the individual organs. And this one is responsible for um, the function of the organ. Um, so what does the spleen, the, the Chinese spleen, does? Well, if the spleen transports and transforms the water and the food into energy, then the sang fu qi of the spleen is what makes them do that. See? So let's say the heart, Qi is supposed to be used to control the blood and the flow and the vessels. Well, 
The Sangfu is the one that actually does that. So the, this is the thing that um, is hard because the Qi is such a big concept to encompass so many different functions. And uh, so I guess that's why we have to categorize it in eight different um, categories, right? And the Jing Luo Qi is the one that I deal the most. Why? Because that's the meridian Qi. That's the Qi that is found in the acupuncture point, in the meridian that I'm trying to heal. And it also comes from the Juan Qi. So you realize that the Juan Qi gives you, which comes straight from the kidney, that one uh, is responsible for multiple things like the Sanfu and the Jing Luo Qi. And then the Gu Qi, which comes from the food, is responsible from the Jing Qi and the Wei Qi, right? So you can see how it's like a big branch and then it divides further. So the, the Jing Luo Qi is when I put a needle and I teach my students, uh, my veterinary uh, acupuncturists that are learning to do this, I show them how if they miss by a half a millimeter, they're not in the point, they're not going to have a reaction called Dei Qi. The Dei Qi is the arrival of Qi to the acupuncture point. So the body should have a reaction when I put the needle. And a lot of people say, well, don't everybody react to needles because needles are needles. But this is a little difference, you know. It's not just like a shake or I'd hurt. It's a contraction of the muscles or the skin. And it's not just that contraction when you're scared or something touches you and you kind of like shake it off. This is like spasms. Like when I put a needle in the day and I see the day chi arrive, it's a whole body spasm. So I tell them and I show them, you know, if you put the needle this, the, you're in the channel, like they say the bladder channel, channel, which runs along your back. And if you move it, Two millimeters, you're not in the channel. Now, if you put the needle there, will it help? They've been proved. It's been proven that even sham acupuncture, which is acupuncture not in acupuncture points, have some benefit. They're definitely not great benefit, but it definitely doesn't hurt um, because you're stimulating the fascia anyway. But if you want concise benefits and results then you better be in the right acupuncture point. So um, the Dei Qi response definitely is going to be the effect. You're going to see how when you put the needle, you might feel a sensation of heat or little butterflies running around the skin. Um, and that's why I, I hope that every single person listening to the, this podcast has had an experience of having an acupuncture uh, session uh, for themselves because you can't explain it or understand it if you haven't gone through it. Also, it gives you more empathy for your dog. You kind of know what they're going through, right? And it's not that bad, you know. So you go over those preconceptions about bad things that are, you know, caused by needles, which, you know, they don't. And so the Seng Qi, which is the anti-pathogenic, anti-bacteria, anti-virus 
chi, or also called the resistant chi, is the is this is the term, is a term of all the collection of all these chi's. So the sang chi is the body's ability to resist the disease, not per meridian, not per organ, but the whole body. And the evil chi or the evil chi also is the one that causes disease is called the she chi. The she is X-I-E, like my professor, Dr. She. <laughs> uh, the che chi is the pathogenic chi, and it's not a very good one to have, and it can only be defeated by the sang chi. So the sang chi is the warrior, the sum of all your energy in the, in the meridians and the organs, causing you to definitely uh, defeat the disease, the pathogen whether it's a bacteria, a virus, a fungi, anything, or, or just cold or winter, uh, you know, cold or heat, the, the summer heat or damp, you know, that kind of thing, fire. So in reality, the chi is going to permeate the whole body, is going to influence everything that it touches. Uh, there's not one place in your dog's body that does not have chi. Now, you can have very low chi. How do you know that? Well, when you check your pet um, and you notice that the ears are warm, the head is warm, and then you keep checking it, you know, with the dorsal aspect of your hand, not the palm, because the palm is a little callous and we cannot detect the energy as well. But if you do uh, with the back of your hand, and you run it around and you notice, let's say, for example, that your older older dog or older cat has a cold area around the hips. Well, is there energy there? Yes, but it's in a lower amount than the rest of the body. And that results in a colder area. And so you know that the distribution of chi is not doing very good in the body, right? So definitely, uh, we know that the chi can move the vital, you know, move the forces that help you do anything in the body. All the biological processes, they need energy to do it. And so if you don't have the good flow of chi, then you don't grow and you don't develop as well as you could because you don't have it. Also, the chi is involved in temperature regulation of your body. You need it to maintain a normal body temperature. And that's why, you know, the ears and the back and the, and the rear, they all should be very similar to the rest um, of the body when it comes to temperature. If it isn't, I already know there's some disturbance in the flow of chi and then that's when I go to my acupuncture points to see if any of the alarm points, and alarm points are very specific points that will be a direct connection to that specific organ. Like say, for example, the alarm for the kidneys is called bladder 25. If I touch that point, then I know if the animal reacts painful or uh, a strong day chi reaction, arrival of chi in that point, then I will investigate other points related to the kidney because if that's the alarm, then it's telling me that my main issue, blockage of energy, dysfunction, is in the kidneys. 
So look how much uh, the, it does for you. Just you thinking that energy is like a battery. It just propels you. It makes you move and it makes you be alive. Yes, and it does. But it also warms you up, makes sure that everything is flowing. And it also defends you. So eliminates when disease trying to occur, conquer your body, just mounts a defense. So there's a kind of energy that does that. Like we said, the way chi is definitely important. And then it holds. So the there is another action of these organs. They need to hold on to the energy. So the energy is constantly flowing. But there's a reservoir. And each organ should have a reservoir. When they're on their attack, they use the reservoir, right? But if you don't, then what happens is then you cannot control the orifices. So when you have urinary incontinence, the animal cannot control the urine. It just dribbles out. That's not normal. That's the kinichi uh, is not holding the energy. And you can do, um, you definitely will need more energy put in that body. So electroacupuncture for an animal that has um, that condition would probably be a good thing, especially if you do it on a point that specifically deals with incontinence. And so because when you do electroacupuncture, you're adding the energy from a battery, right? You're adding that external energy um, charge into the body. So if you're depleted, then electroacupuncture will probably really help you. And of course, you know, I do acupuncture uh, just with dry needles or uh, adding B12 and the points. But um, occasionally, if I see that they are not holding the stool, so if, if, if they cannot hold the feces inside, that's a quality of life situation. So I definitely would use electroacupuncture on a point called Erjan, and uh, it really controls and helps control that um, sphincter, you know, the anal sphincter. And so the chi uh, definitely... Um, it subdivides, you know, it's a giant bundle of energy, but each one is subdivided in little tiny branches and they all have their function. And if it's flowing great, you're in great health. And if it's not flowing great, then you're going to have disease. It's as simple as that, my friends. So I'm hoping that today, at least I got you, that there is so many types of chi um, and that uh, a lot of them are affected by genetics, right? Or by the Juan, uh, by the like the Gucci, which creates the Yin Chi and the Wei Chi, and the Song Chi, if you think about it, and the universe. So I hope that I open your mind to like when you move your arm, and you think there's emptiness in there. There's just air that that air, that emptiness is charged with energy as well. And so um, that's the thing that we, it's just a concept that we are not taught. Of course, the ancient Chinese had all this time to think, and they didn't, they couldn't uh, tell you what it was. But even a molecule of oxygen, you know, has energy, you know, within the at at atomic uh, the atoms, there's an energy below that. So quantum physics is explaining that to us. So they call it the dark energy in the universe. Some people do. They think that everything around around us is dark energy or 
that there's so much dark energy as opposed to the matter we see, you know. And so there are many theories that are emerging uh, with science and uh, computer m calculations. But the ancient had this concept very, very clear that there is a cosmic energy, that that cosmic energy interacts with your energy as an individual, and it produces the song chi, the, the chest chi, that the food that you interact with also um, adds to your system or depletes from your system. So the Gucci is so important for your nutrient into the blood vessels and for your defensive chi against disease. And that some of it you have no control. It was the um, how your parents uh, got nourished if they went through disease while they were having you or right before you and their chi was low, then they, you know, then you're a sick baby. So some of your gene is ancestral. It came from your line, family line, and you don't have much to do about it. But I don't want you to become a victim. You know, that the environment with the chin chi and the food that you eat with the Gucci can really make up for a low gene. So... Hopefully I didn't confuse you any more, and uh, hopefully the the listener that asked me about are there any kinds of chi different than just the life force chi? Hopefully this was answered today, and I have a list of other questions that um, other people have uh, sent me. Please continue to email me at Dr. Mitzi Gmail or uh, Dr. Mitzi at Pet Healer, the Pet Healer Podcast .com or um, just at my regular, you know, um, Orchid Springs, ah at gmail.com. I'm definitely very easy to find. Um, also on Facebook, we have the Pet Healer podcast page. So please make sure to go and um, like it and subscribe to my podcast, share it with any other like-minded individuals, even the skeptics, who knows, maybe we can convert some uh, minds into uh, the alternative medicine. Thank you so much and uh, God bless and I'll see you in the next episode. Well, thanks so much for listening, guys. And uh, information about this episode came from my book, Alt-Vet, The Revolutionary Pet Care and Longevity Solution, available in Amazon at our clinic and soon to be an audiobook. So look forward to that. And this episode was sponsored by my practice, Orchid Springs Animal Hospital. And our website is www.osahvictorets.com. There's a lot of information out there if you want some more information on integrative pet healing. And our Pet Healer podcast is going to be available in all platforms. So we're looking forward to seeing you again.